You're listening to the Everyday Office Podcast, a weekly show with tips, tricks, and best practices for getting the most and the best out of yourself and your team. Here's your host, Neil Malik. Welcome to Everyday Office. This is the podcast about that intersection between technology and work, where knowing the right tips, tricks, best practices about software can help you to reduce the amount of tedious work you have to do and increase the amount of interesting work you get to do. And today, uh, I'm joined by Alan Murray, who is really well regarded on the internet as far as a subject matter expert in Microsoft Excel, so I'm really excited. Hi, Alan. How are you doing today? Doing very well. Thank you, Neil. Excellent. Excellent. So Alan is an Excel trainer, um, but really where you're going to run into him most often is as an online content creator. Um, if you Google questions about Excel, there's a good chance that uh, computergaga.com will come up as part of your search results because his blogging there hits so many important topics within the Excel space. And, uh, over 50,000 people have decided to subscribe to his YouTube channel, which is also called Computer Gaga. So, you know, if 50,000 people do it, you should probably do it too. Um, I know that I did, I don't know, months ago at this point. Um, so thank you again so much for, for joining us here today, Alan. Um, and in getting ready for today's conversation, Alan and I talked about what could have some impact for everybody. And uh, Alan decided that really one of the, the best things we could talk about is something that is brand new for a lot of people. Um, you know, some people have seen this over the last few months, but um, in the last week, these new dynamic array functions have just hit Excel, and they could change so much about the way we work. Um, it's a very powerful and very timely topic, so I'm really excited to jump right in. Alan, why don't you set the stage for us here? Um, what are dynamic array functions, and who has them today? Well, thank you for inviting me, Neil. Absolutely. <laughs> and... Uh, well, first of all, these dynamic array functions, or the, the whole engine of dynamic arrays, is very new. Uh, I believe it only got made public on Friday, I think, like the official public release. And it's only available to Office 365 subscribers. Um, so if you're not on Office 365, <laughs> you, you need to be. Yeah. Um, or put that point out straight away, because a lot of stuff that Microsoft release not just dynamic arrays, are being intentionally made only for Office 365. Oh, yeah. Um, and these dynamic arrays are probably the biggest change or the biggest improvement since Power Query, really. Mm. Uh, it's probably the biggest, the way it impacts, and it impacts everybody because it's going to change the way that we write our formulas, really. Um, no longer having to use that single cell reference, Although we still can, and you, you write your if function and you're testing just one cell. Now we'll be able to select a range of cells, an array of cells, and it's going to make everything dynamic. So we won't be maybe copying our formulas down as much, and you know, we still will be. But <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it's uh, going to be working with, you know, as your as your data grows and shrinks and stuff over time, uh, the formulas now will be able to take care of all that. Yeah, it's very cool. So a uh, couple of quick points there. I will just hammer on this drum until I, I beat everybody in submission on it. 
You don't want Office 2016. You don't want Office 2019. Don't buy any static versions of Office. You will be disappointed at some point. And today is one of those times, right? You cannot get dynamic array functions without an Office 365 subscription. Um, you can't update your 2019 subscription, your 2019 purchase or anything like that. So it's unfortunate, you know, it's just the way of the world these days. But what's really cool is that, you know, the Microsoft developers could just be thinking about something in April. And then in June, all of a sudden you have this new powerful tool that changes so much about the way that you work. Um, and if you're keeping track at home, yes, this is yet another person who it who I didn't have to say anything to. And they said the words Power Query. <laughs> Power Query, everybody. You need Power Query in your life. If you're not currently using Power Query, go look it up on YouTube. Pause the podcast. Go look up Power Query on YouTube. Do it right now. Okay. Uh, so if you're still with us. <laughs> so first of all, um, there's what? About six of these uh, functions? Yeah. Six, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, what are what are some of these functions and what do they actually do? What's the improvement that they bring for us? Well, the, the new functions, uh, we have filter, uh, mm -hmm. we have sort, sort by, sequence, uh, rand array, and unique. So they okay. are six. Um, and I think for, for most people, the, like, arguably the main two are going to be filter and sort. Mm-hmm. Um, which in in some ways of thinking about it, it's kind of strange it's taken this long for these to come out, like maybe, uh, because if you think about the stuff that every Excel person does, not necessarily like some advanced person, uh, literally everybody sorts and filters. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the fact that we've now got formulas that can do it, i.e. they're automated and we can embed them in other formulas and all the stuff that as brilliant as they are, the sort and filter features are, you know, the manual labor and, you know, mm -hmm. somebody's got to press that button unless you get VBA to do it. <laughs> um, but now we've got formulas that can do it for us, which, I mean, it's huge. And for me, um, the filter function out of all six is a game changer. <laughs> uh, this function so is going to take over. I think what, what's a, what's a use case for you on on how filter will work? What what's gonna what kind of uh, situation is it going to really change for you? Um, I think I mean it could potentially change a lot. We don't mm -hmm. necessarily have to use it. We've still got our other brilliant functions, but filter, um, you know, just like the filter feature, it will filter a list. But being mm -hmm. a formula, it's going to put that list somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, so really, it's got the potential of replacing things like your lookup functions because that's right. really what it's doing when you filter what you're doing is you're looking for stuff like you know all the sales in sweden or something and you filter for it um just like this can and it's good to look up those and mm -hmm. it's got the ability to build in conditions if you filter things like vlookup and that like can't do on its own obviously we can build them in mm -hmm. it's going to return multiple results can return multiple columns um <laughs> It's got everything you need, really. <laughs> it could potentially replace, uh, well, not replace, but, you know, could be used instead of, um, you know, your VLOOKUP, index match, some products, some ifs, all these different functions we use to do different conditional summing or finding things. Uh, filter can do right. um, So 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it's really interesting. You know, if you, if you go on, like I'm on the Excel subreddit because I'm a huge nerd and it seems like every month or two, somebody asks, Hey, can I V look up for multiple, um, multiple matches, right? Could I get everything that matches a certain criteria? And that's just not what VLOOKUP is intended to do, right? It's it's intended to find a uh, an actual match, a single match for something that you're looking for. So the filter function will build you a little table based on whatever the criteria happens to be, which... Um, you know, every time that I teach the advanced filter function to people, like that's what it can do for you. But it feels like using the advanced filter function in, uh, you know, on the data tab, it's like going back to the Stone Ages. It's like this weird clunky thing with multiple dialog boxes. And you kind of can put it on a separate page, but you kind of can't put it on a separate page. And it's really annoying. Right. So now with the filter function, you could make a filtered list anywhere you want based on any data set you want it's really incredible that way yeah absolutely yeah so as you say it builds that list on on a separate sheet or the same sheet whatever you want uh, based on any criteria it's nice too you can you can um nest like sort and filter together right so mm. you can then have whatever your results are sorted by whatever you're looking for right absolutely yeah, so especially when you're creating reports or, or any reason, you know, don't get too caught up in reports. Everybody thinks of that when they think Excel. But for any reason, you're generating some kind of list. Mm -hmm. um, yes, it can do it and you can embed it, as you're saying, things like sort. So they're automatically sorted in yeah, some kind of order, whether it's some kind of date order or A to Z order. Mm -hmm. um, and it's uh, yeah, funny, uh, once again, this, is, this wasn't pre-planned, but you brought up advanced filter. And in advanced filter, there's the option of like unique values in it as well. Mm -hmm. One of the new dynamic arrays is a unique function. Yep. Well, again, that can go in there, you know, and uh, avoid duplication of whatever mm -hmm. company names or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I first saw these functions come out, like uh, it was a couple of months ago, it's been out there in the world that these exist, right? Or that they will exist. The, I was really in this headspace of doing data validation for everything. Like, you know, drop down menu, drop down menu, drop down menu to make sure that whatever it is you're doing your data entry on, you're always sticking with whatever the validated scheme is. And when I saw unique, I was, I threw my hands in the air. I was like, this is, this is what's going to do it for us, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can take unique, point it at a list of things, and now you have the unique list. Absolutely. Of everything that's in that column. Yeah. It's so incredible. <laughs> so great. And, and going from our, um, like we've been talking about, with, I mean, not to make myself sound older than I need to, but uh, advanced filter, as you mentioned, seems a bit clunky because it's been around forever. And mm -hmm. we used to use it, or I used to use it anyway, it's one of its greatest strengths was creating a unique list. Mm -hmm. And in 2007, I think it was, Excel got the remove duplicates button. So, oh, brilliant. We can press a button. It takes out duplicates, but it's still manual. Someone's got to press that button. Yeah. And maybe copy paste the list or whatever you're doing and then press that button. Uh, whereas now these formulas will do everything. They'll fetch that data. They'll sort it. Unique will remove the duplicates. Um, and it's great. Yeah. I mean, to uh, prepare things like drop down lists, like you say. Um, when data changes, those formulas will run. You know, drop down lists will update. They're dynamic, so they expand in size. 
(laughs) (laughs) So two things about that. First, you're absolutely right. And it wasn't something I had thought of until just now, but this very much is in line with what I've been using Power Query for in some situations. You know, take another list that has everything in it, right? Tons of duplicates and, and all sorts of mixed up stuff. And then Power Query can take that and then push it somewhere else and filter it and make it just a unique list and whatever you want to do with it. But then there's that process of you take that data, you put it into Power Query, and then Power Query is refreshing it and putting it new onto the page. And you know you might decide to push a button to refresh the query or, or something like that. But with these functions, you're getting that same sort of functionality recalculated whenever your spreadsheet recalculates, right? Mm. Or just hitting F9 or something like that. So that's a really interesting, it almost, it, it it supersedes a lot of the things I've been using Power Query for, I think. Yeah. I mean, the great thing about all these, all this stuff that's coming out is that we have other options now. There's, there's pretty much multiple ways of doing almost anything in Excel now. There's more than one way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess from the perspective of Power Query, yeah, people can take whatever route they want. But I guess focusing on the strengths of dynamic arrays will be your more internal Excel work. You know, update will mm-hmm. be from another sheet. Whereas Power Query can do the same and more, but can come straight from an external source. You don't have to put the list in Excel and then do formulas. Power Query mm-hmm. will just you know, give you the list. <laughs> Whereas you know the formulas need it in Excel, right? Which maybe it is, maybe it's not. You've got these two avenues, um, mm-hmm. which are which are both capable. It depends on the it's a case by case basis, or maybe people's general preference. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, when I got these, I started to test them out a little bit, kick the tires a little bit, and the one of the first things that I did was um, I was trying to see, so one of the things that you find out about these functions in Excel is, let's say, for instance, the the filter function, right? The filter function, you can never be too sure how many items it's going to return in a filter, right? That's, it could be 10, it could be a thousand, I don't really know. So one of the really interesting things about these functions is they're what's called spillable, which means they, they, they keep going for as long as they need to go for. And so they can't actually go inside a table. That was one of the things I was testing out. I thought, okay, well, maybe if I make a little table and the first cell of the data is one of these, um, you know, one of the, like a filter function, for example, I wonder if it can automatically expand the table. It can't, which is a little frustrating. Like I I would love it for it to do that, Mm. but it, it, there's actually a new way of referencing this. So you don't actually need the table references at all. Can you tell us more about that? Yes. Uh, is this the pound sign? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, tables are still amazing. Um, so I think you've got the best of both worlds now. Tables, when they came out in 2007, they're, they're dynamic. And that's really where your, um, like your raw data is going to be. That should be in the table. Let's put that out straight away. That should be in the table. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas your dynamic arrays are more your kind of output. And they say mm-hmm. they won't be tables. Dynamic arrays is a, an alternative way of creating this dynamic list. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of referring to a range, let's say it's A2 to A10, 
you would reference cell A2, and then you'd put this, this hashtag or this pound sign after it, which indicates that you want the entire array, whether it's five rows, 200 rows, who knows, who cares? <laughs> You're basically saying that all of it, <laughs> and it will, will update in time. Um, so there's going to be changes. You know, it's, it's going to take a while for people to get used to this. You know, I'm still making mistakes myself. My formula won't work, and I'll look and think, oh, yeah, I didn't do that bit because it's a completely different way of working with formulas. And if you've done, if you've done it for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, it's quite a, yeah, it's, it's difficult, you know? <laughs> you got to get into yeah, totally. habits and remember and change ways of working. But this will happen and you, you've got to embrace this stuff. It's, it's a huge improvement on how, you know, how things have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if I can pause here and just say, Please listen to what Alan's saying. All of your data should be in tables. All of your data. <laughs> like it's so much easier to work with tables. It's so much easier to reference tables. It's it, You can only use tables when you're using Power Query. There's just so many things that tables do automatically. If you don't know what I'm talking about, click on any list of data and hit insert table or control T. It'll turn it into a dynamic named range. Please use that. It's incredibly useful. Um, but now, like you're saying, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. It was one of those things like I was trying to roll it around in my head. And now that you're saying, okay, the input, the data is is in table format. And if you're using a dynamic array, it'll be for an output. That makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah, it's really amazing. It's just, it's it's A2 pound sign. That's the, uh, the arrangement of it. Yeah, it's a... A2 in this case being the first cell of that array, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever it may be. And these dynamic arrays, uh, you know, it's hard to kind of picture without seeing it, but they only ever are stored in that first cell. So mm-hmm. the old school way of working, of writing whatever, a VLOOKUP and then filling it down 20 cells. Here we write the formula in one cell. And you know, that will spill, to use their, their word, into however mm-hmm. it needs to. And that formula is only ever in that one cell. It can only be changed in that one cell. So it also provides an element of protection against it as well. That's an absolute, that's a fantastic point. You know, so often in spreadsheets, the issue is that out of a column of a thousand calculations, people have gone in and changed a couple of them to just permanent data right instead of a calculation and now because in these you just put the calculation in cell a2 or wherever it is and then the rest of the cells are derived from that calculation that's it's a lot easier to troubleshoot that's that's an interesting point sure yeah yeah it's very cool yeah and um so just to just to recap on this you probably don't want to put anything under one of these functions, right? Like you don't want to put like another table right underneath that because who knows how long that's going to be for, right? For sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, it can, it can obviously depend on the formula, but you're right. These dynamic arrays are going to spill. And if there's a object in its way, such as a table, you'll get the the spill error. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just saying, look, I've, I don't have enough room. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you can either create room or move that table, you know, uh, whatever the situation is. One thing that's great that you, you know, it's, it's talking to you, it's giving you the error, 
it's not just going to mm-hmm. stop at that point and and not inform you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to work unless you give me room to work. Yeah. Well, it only makes sense because, you know, if it was trying to return 25 uh, values and it only got to 17 of them, it's not a good practice for it to go, I found 17 and then I stopped. Right? <laughs> it's got to be like, no, no, dude, you got to go back. <laughs> Fix this problem. It's everything is broken. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you'll have to slide things out of the way so that these functions can just fill themselves down and, and be as long as they need to be. That's very cool. So um, before we move on, what's uh, do you have any use cases for sequence? I haven't seen sequence being used anywhere. What, what's that do? Sequence is a tough one when you first see it. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of information you can find out there because there's loads of interesting uses of it. Uh, but as its name implies, it just generates a sequence of numbers, which oh, okay. at first viewing, because I, I think every every Excel person has that first thought when you read it and you think, why the heck would I want that? <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, as you uh, kind of, read on or or have an adventure with it you see there's quite a few cool uses for it uh you know creating uh like index numbers for top five or top ten lists and uh right yeah i try to think off the top of my head the other uh some people used it to create little calendars and mm. there's a few like interesting cases where where you see it being used that yeah, you that makes sense. wouldn't necessarily think of if you're just reading that textbook if oh, that's going to be yeah. useful Whereas gotcha. functions that sort yeah. speak for themselves, you know. Totally, yeah. So it's 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 more like it's it's the same, uh, not the same, but it's it's a very similar thing to what RandArray is doing for us. Like th- there are some people who are never going to need the ra- a random number generator. That's you're never going to ask for it. You're, you're, there's some people who are never going to say, "Oh yeah, I need a one, two, three, four, five, or or whatever it is." But other people, they need uh, a sequence mm-hmm. every single day of the week. Some people need random numbers generated every single day of the week. And so random array and sequence are, are very valuable for those things. But yeah, sorting and filtering, those just, I mean, that's a that's a fastball down the middle to yeah. use an American term. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and, and uh, yeah, like I said, unique for me, just immediately it sparked joy for me. Like I, I can go to any list of things and get a unique set of values. And so in the same way, if you wanted to do cascading dropdowns, right, you mm-hmm. could filter by some criteria and then get the unique values of that. So now you have all the, zip codes that match a state or you know whatever it is that's a there's some there's so many things you could do yeah. with that that's so cool I, mean, <laughs> I don't want to sound like a, a kind of broken record you know they're all they're all great uh, as a sequence can do amazing things but filter is yeah it's only <laughs> believe you me uh yeah they're <laughs> dependent drop downs or cascading lists mm-hmm. uh, which is some of my more popular YouTube videos or stuff I've done on mm-hmm. showing those kind of techniques. Oh, yeah. Um, but this filter is going to make that so much easier than yeah. maybe we've kind of got it going in the past. It can also help us create uh, searchable lists and stuff, which is a mm-hmm. cool question. Uh, you know, the filter function can do that as well. It's That's really? That's the, uh, yeah, it's just very, very powerful, very special. <laughs> like a of a of a formula 
Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the, your, uh, the discussion about um, drop down, cascading dropdowns being one of your most valuable pieces of content. And, and now, as soon as people get filter and, and unique and things like that, they'll really be able to do that much, much quicker, much more easily. It's the same way. One of my most popular YouTube videos of all time was how to use offset to make a dynamic named range. Yeah. And then tables came and I, I basically said, if you want this video, fine, go for, I guess, but why would anybody invent a dynamic named range with the offset function when you could just make a table out of it? It's yeah. just so much easier. And now we have these dynamic ranges based off of um, these, these dynamic array functions. Mm. They're making it easier and easier every time a new version comes out. It's so nice. It's, it's great. Well, you know, it, it, they might put us out of business as educators, I guess, but yeah, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> That's good. It keeps, keeps changing. It keeps us... Uh, exactly. Keeps us- yeah, as, as long as the sentiment is, geez, they keep on adding new things. How are we ever supposed to keep on top of this? Yeah, stay in business for a long yeah. time. <laughs> awesome. Well, th- I, I really... I can't wait to to dig d- directly into these um, between these new array functions and XLOOKUP. There's so many interesting new ways of working in Excel. I really appreciate you coming on and and uh, helping us out with those. Um, do you have any uh, any special tips or tricks for the road? Anything you'd like to share with folks? <laughs> um, well, something we've first of all something we've already covered. If I can repeat myself, uh, it should be using mm-hmm. tables. Um, (laughs) but as another tip which is is kind of on topic to an extent it's a very basic thing but something that excel people should be taking on board like tables uh, i think is center across selection Mm. so um you know all these things we're talking about whether it's dynamic arrays and tables and all this stuff uh, one of the most precious things in excel at a basic level is its structure and it's so common for people to merge cells yeah, which is not the end of the world, but it certainly inhibits things that we can do because you're breaking up its structure. And a lot of people don't know of the center across selection button hidden in format cells alignment tab, um, which really should be the way to go. So you get that appearance, that look, but you're not you know, breaking the, the columnar structure of your spreadsheet, which we rely on. Uh, yeah, so that would be my tip. Awesome. <laughs> I, I did not tell Alan to say that. Okay, everybody, <laughs> I will put I will put infinite videos uh, in the uh, in the description of this podcast. Please, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you are currently using Merge uh, across, uh, excuse me, Merge and Center, or if one of your coworkers is using Merge and Center, um, you owe it to yourself to learn about Center across selection. Merge and Center, it, like you said, it breaks the structure, right? And so it can be the sticking point that keeps you from being able to leverage so many of these things that that need to go across multiple cells. Um, and really just even sorting and filtering breaks down if you don't have all of the cells with perfect integrity. Um, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much, Neil.
<laughs> Thank you so much for your time today, Al. Once again, everybody, uh, you should follow the lead of 50,000 other human beings on the planet. Let's make it 100,000 by the end of the year. Uh, subscribe to Alan, youtube.com slash computer gaga. Again, that'll be in the show notes. Um, and if you'd like to reach out to Alan directly, uh, twitter.com slash computer gaga one, number one after the end. Um, thank you so much for your time. Have a wonderful rest of your day, everybody. Please let us know if you need anything from us, help at knacktraining.com. And I'll see you next time. Everyday Office is a podcast by Knack Training, a training and consulting company specializing in Microsoft and Adobe software, as well as presentation design and delivery, data visualization, and collaboration. Show notes and additional resources for this and all our shows can be found at knacktraining.com slash podcast. 